Blog Talk Radio. Well, good morning, everyone. This is Robert in Calgary, Alberta. And we are here on all the IT radio, radio programs on blogtalkradio.com for the small business IT community across the world. And we are reaching all the corners of the globe in our uh, flat world, our global economy that we live in. That's the power of the Internet and Blog Talk Radio. We can hit the, the four corners of the world with uh, little effort, which, which is great. Uh, today's show, we're going to be talking about uh, Response Point, the Microsoft new uh, voice over IP phone system for small business. But before we jump in there, we've got a, some great, uh, great uh, panelists here this morning. Before we jump in, we're going to talk about some upcoming events and a little bit of housekeeping. We'd like to thank the folks at blogtalkradio.com for uh, their service and making it available to us to host this show. And blogtalkradio.com is a great uh, solution for those wanting to dabble into podcasting nice thing about it, it doesn't cost you a cent, so you can get on right away and start uh, broadcasting to the world. And uh, we have the Microsoft Worldwide Partner Conference coming up here, well, a couple weeks' time now. July the 7th, I believe, it officially kicks off with the uh, different partner groups having their uh, symposiums, and we have one in the small and mid-market space on the Monday at, uh, at Houston. I'm, there may be a few registration spots open, I'm not 100% sure. I know the hotels close by to the venue are pr- pretty much sold out, and you have to, you know, take the bus or get alternate ways in. But you want to, you have to be at this conference. If you're a small business IT pro or an SBSC, you need to be here. This is where you're going to find out what's happening in the next year. I'm sure there's going to be a ton of stuff on Response Point, uh, even more in depth than what we're going to talk about this morning. So, you know, go to the Microsoft Partner uh, Conference website and uh, and sign up today. So let's just jump right in. We got uh, 60 minutes of jam-packed action happening here with Response Point, and I want to introduce our panelists uh, first. Uh, joining us from Microsoft today, we have uh, Richard Sprague, who is the Response Point uh, Marketing uh, Group Manager Leader. Uh, Richard joins us from Redmond. Good morning, Richard. Good morning, Stuart. How are you doing? Great, thanks. And just tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, um, I'm a senior director here at Microsoft, and um, uh, I'm currently with the Response Point team, which is a, a kind of a small little, we call it an incubation group, um, originally started inside of Microsoft Research. And um, we've been working for the last three years on a innovative little um, a, a phone system designed specifically for small business. Um, I think a lot of your audience probably has heard about us. Um, you mentioned uh, WPC. We're getting excited uh, about that. We've got a bunch of things going on there, and I'm hoping to meet a lot of you there. Excellent. Well, good morning to you. And I think we may have talked early in the days of Response Point, well before uh, it ever uh, became mainstream word in our small business community. And Rex Backman joins us again from Microsoft, and he's in the partner uh, marketing group as well. Uh, good morning, Rex. How are you today? Hi, Stuart. Doing pretty good. It's uh, Friday here in Redmond, so it's a beautiful first day of summer, I guess, officially. And uh, as you mentioned, um, I'm responsible for the, the partner channel on Response Point, uh, working on, under Richard Sprague's team. And for the last, uh, I guess, about five months, uh, we've been at a point where we needed to build up our partner channel, and we've been doing that <coughs> focused on the uh, Microsoft partner ecosystem and the small business specialist community. And as you use the word again, I think, uh, Stuart, our paths first crossed up in the Toronto area at the uh, SMB Nation event uh, about a month ago. That's right. That was a great event, too. And uh, we actually signed up as a response point partner, I think, while you were talking in the back of the room there. So it was a great uh, a great event. And I have a partner on board with us uh, and also a distributor joining us this morning. But I'm going to invite uh, Jeff Lauchs, who is the uh, Senior Solution Architect for Available Technologies out of St. Catharines, Ontario. Good morning, uh, Jeff, or actually good afternoon to you. Good morning. Thank you for uh, inviting me to speak today, Stuart. And tell us a little bit about available technologies and what it, what you guys do in the marketplace, and your involvement well, with Response Point. We are a SBSC um, partner, and what we do is we focus on providing solutions to small businesses. Response Point is uh, one of the solutions that we've added to our portfolio recently, and it's a solution that we've been um, looking for for quite a while. Um, we were waiting for Microsoft to come out for, with the product uh, in the telephony space for the SMB. And this has been a, a long wait 
long-awaited and uh, highly anticipated product release. Um, we're certainly happy to have it here in Canada, and I'm sure the rest of the world is looking forward to having it uh, available to them as well. Excellent. And good morning or good afternoon, Jeff, uh, Jeff too. And Kishan Chowdhury joins us from CI Gear, responsible for uh, sales and marketing. One of the ways that we can buy this product is through these guys. Uh, good afternoon to you, uh, Kishan, also from the Toronto area. Good afternoon. Thanks for uh, inviting me to this event. Um, yeah, we're based in Toronto, and uh, we've been involved with Response Points since uh, about uh, last November. And uh, our focus is primarily to get the uh, the word out uh, to the um, IT community in Canada, and we've been uh, we're, we're very excited about Response Point. We've been uh, you know um, making some headway in, in, in getting the message out and, and getting in front of more and more partners uh, to uh, show them just how great uh, Response Point is. And great, and good afternoon to you as well. I think we have another uh, fellow uh, Microsoft. Uh, person joining us from Redmond. I just unmuted that line. So, who else is joining us from uh, from Redmond this morning? Good morning. This is Ben Brower. I'm uh, the product planner for uh, Response Point. Uh, good. Uh, good morning, Ben, and uh, welcome to the call. There. So, we have a Thank few you. callers uh, waiting in the queue. Uh, if you have a question, I have one question already lined up from a caller who's waiting. But if you're waiting in the queue, uh, if you notice in uh, in the web uh, front end of uh, Blog Talk Radio, there's a little button for the chat window. Just go on there if you have a question, and we will make sure that uh, your question, uh, you're aware, we're aware of your question, and we can get you on the call. So, guys, let's just start right at the beginning. Uh, I think Richard mentioned incubation. That's a new buzzword I learned from Microsoft oh, a few months ago. Uh, I think it means uh, sub one million dollars in sales. I think that's the, you know if we generalize it. But Richard, talk, talk to us about uh, you know the you know the the whole vision behind Response Point. You mentioned it was uh, came out of the research labs there. Uh, but tell us in the beginning how it all started and, you know, to where we are today. Sure. Um, well, uh, the, the the very early beginnings of Response Point actually started um, probably over, what is it now, since, uh, was it 10 or 15 years ago, uh, 1993 when um, my boss, uh, Zui Quang, um moved over to Microsoft Research from, um, it was actually, he was actually one of the people who originally started Microsoft Research from uh, Carnegie Mellon University. He had been an expert on, um, on speech recognition technology and, uh, um, that technology, you know, for those of you who've used it, maybe you can remember back in the old days, it was pretty, pretty nasty, not very, not very accurate. But the, the people kept banging on it uh, in Microsoft Research until, um, in maybe about either, like six or seven years ago, I guess, we started the uh, the Speech Server project, um, which was a um, uh, kind of a platform that was designed for um, developers who wanted to build uh, telephony applications that use speech recognition and. Um, that product went to market, I think, in 2004 or so. Um, it was really designed toward, um, uh, you know, independent software vendors, people who wanted to build speech-type applications. Um, that product uh, was eventually uh, subsumed under Office Communication Server. In fact, you can get it now. It's, it's included in Office Communication Server um, 2007. Um, but a lot of the technology, as well, all the core speech recognition technology, et cetera, is now um, shipping in Exchange 2007 um, with Unified Messaging. Um, but after um, uh, Zuidan Quang, um, we call him XD, after he um, uh, finished that project, um, he was interested in doing more of a, originally it was more of a, like a consumer kind of device. He wanted to make a, a telephony product that would use speech recognition and be very effective um, for more, um, you know, like, you know, something where it could be kind of an out-of-the-box experience that would use it and, and take the power of some of this technology and just bring it down to um, normal everyday users who weren't necessarily programmers. Um, so he started a small group in, um, in Microsoft Research, um, and uh, one of the things about XD, if you know him, is that he's, he's one of these guys who believes that, um, that uh, you can't really predict in advance how great, you know, or how, you know, how a product should look. As soon as possible, you've got to give this out to real people and let real people bang on it and see what it's like. Um, and so uh, the team started out um, uh, thinking, well, you know what, maybe it might be nice to do something, first of all, for small businesses, and maybe we'll make a like a small business-oriented type product, and so they um, worked up a couple early mock-ups um, and discovered pretty quickly that the you know the, the the central idea of the product, which was to you know use use um, some of the power of you know some of the Microsoft research technologies, um, wouldn't do any good unless uh, small businesses had a reasonable um, uh, telephone system in place in the first place. Well, turned out there weren't really great solutions for that, and um, anybody who's um, you know who's, who's familiar with you know, uh, phone systems for small business 
um, particularly the kind of small businesses that we're targeting, which are anywhere between, say, five and 50 employees, um, there aren't really great options. Um, the, the, the typical phone systems that are out there um, mm -hmm. might cost, um, you know, we've seen quotes, you know, for, a, you know, for even like a 20-person kind of office, um, typically might be $15,000, $20,000 or more. Uh, they're typically av available only from kind of proprietary solutions from uh, uh, big companies that maybe originally designed something for enterprises, uh, and now they've made a, you know, a, a, another version for uh, small businesses. Um, but it's not really designed for small businesses, um, and often uh, it has these onerous licensing requirements that make you, um, you know, do special things whenever you reach the, you know, when you reach the 21st user, you've got to pay some new kind of licensing fee or something. Um, so the team came up with the, the product, which we now call Response Point, um, which was just built from the ground up, just for small businesses, just uh, oriented around the kinds of activities that we see small businesses doing when they're when they're using their phone system. Um, so the product, uh, it's been under development for now um, about three years. Uh, and we've had active users now for um, probably more than two years. Um, we here in the Response Point team, um, we all have Response Point systems on our desk and you know, use them every day. And um, uh, we just came to market. Um, it's been available now since early this year. And um, we're pretty proud of the reception it's, that it's had. Uh, the, um, if you, you know, look around a little bit, you can see reviews um, that have come out in um, uh, magazines like uh, um, InfoWorld, which gave us a 10 out of 10 for ease of use. Um, CRN, uh, the channel publication just um, you know, recently came out with another review of us comparing to you know, some of the competition. Um, again, you know, really giving us a, a lot of praise for the, the simplicity factor, which is what we've, we've especially focused on. Um, Windows IT Pro, uh, uh, Paul Thurot over there did a, a pretty extensive review of the system. Um, again, and I think his, his, uh, his comment was um, uh, you know, he, he was extremely happy with the system. Um, and we, so we've had a really great reception um, from the press and analysts. Uh, we're looking forward now to WPC, where we'll be able to show off um, the latest release of the product, um, uh, an upgrade we call, a free upgrade actually, we call um, SP1. Great. And we're looking forward to seeing lots of activity around, uh, around response point at WPC, especially in, uh, in the yellow lounge this year for small business specialists. Uh, Rex, maybe invite you in here a little bit, talking about uh, sure. you know, where, where's the channel par partners, uh, how, are they, how are they receiving this product? The, the last three or four months we've been focusing on building up that partner channel and really where we've been looking at some synergy is the small business specialists. Um, as Richard mentioned, as we built the product, uh, we were very, very focused on a particular segment, and that's uh, a small business with 50 employees or below. So we've gone into the, uh, the Microsoft channel, focused on those small business specialists that serve that market uh, with existing products such as a small business server. So the response has been very, very good. Uh, we've done a couple of training tour swings in the U.S., over the last, uh, I'd say, nine months or so, we've probably touched about 1,200 uh, Microsoft VARs with that. Uh, in Canada, we're working with Microsoft Canada on uh, getting a training tour late August, September timeframe, uh, four or five cities there to reach uh, you know, another 100 or a few hundred partners as well. So the response is very, very good. Um, the, the typical small business specialist that's focused on his customers or her customers' business needs sees response point as, from a business perspective, from their business, um, a, an opener um, or another tool in their solution set, which affords the VAR the ability to do some more solution selling in terms of uh, extending the investment that they've made with uh, Microsoft client software or SBS. They can now bring in response point. Um, as a communication collaboration component, uh, and then with our integration capabilities, tap into um, some of the exchange capabilities, tap into, into SBS. So as we get out of the gate here over the last four or five months, the response has been pretty good. Um, there is a value chain of, uh, of revenue opportunities here. Uh, one of the key things that we've learned from our partners is that many of them uh, have really 
been the, the architect and the manager of the network in their client's small business. And since response point is a, is a VoIP solution, which really means you know, just it's an endpoint that plugs into the network, um, it's a way for them to, to give more value to the customer based on their networking delivery, uh, the software that they've delivered, and now they've got this telephony communication device. So, so far, so good. Perfect. I mean, that, uh, I, I really like the, uh, the solution. Uh, ben, yes. you know, one, I'm going to turn a question over to Ben here. I mean, as a, as a specialist and working in the data world for so long, this telephony stuff has got to be all new to a lot of us. And we have to have unique skills that have to deal with telcos. You know, where do you see any challenges with, you know, traditional data-focused IT pros entering into the telephony world? Um, I, I think the one thing that uh, people that are beginning to learn more about telephony is uh, maybe specifically around um, like the SIP protocol. Um, understanding a little bit about SIP would be a good thing uh, because it basically is what what most uh, t uh, telephony providers, um, like uh, internet telephony service providers, are using these days uh, in order to uh, offer a consistent service uh, quality of service. So. Uh, I would spend a little bit of time on that. Um, the other areas that uh, the, the, that a uh, telephony bar or an IT specialist um, should maybe spend some more time on, at least with um, uh, the, the service and, and the phone system, would be just learning some of the, the jargon uh, around what uh, telephony uh, specialists have used over the years. So, um, you know, understanding um, how to configure the LAN so that uh, you can uh, effectively um, allow for voice, uh, there's certain bandwidth constraints that you should also consider. Uh, you should also know a little bit about how uh, to connect the service, uh, telephony service, with uh, the, the phone system itself. So th those are some of the things I would focus on. Uh, you could get that kind of information through our training. Uh, there's been several trainings done, or I guess about, how, how many trainings, uh, Rex, uh, this uh, in May, or uh, sorry, this, this year? What, 12 or 13 well, trainings? Yeah, we did about a, we just completed uh, here in the U.S. Uh, a 14 city swing. Um, and then, like I mentioned just a second ago, we're going to try to do four or five up in Canada uh, late summer, early fall in person. Oh, quick, quick, you know, quick, yeah, so being, you know, being somebody kind of, you know, believe, I believe in, I love the attach uh, option here. Uh, yep. sales, by the way, the small business server and other products that we sell, you know, response points, are, you know, a natural attach into that into that opportunity. What do I need to know? Like, do, you know, dealing with the, you know, the Sprints and the Verizons and the Bells here in Canada and all the other telcos. I mean, is it simple as just plugging a PRI into the back of uh, this unit? I mean, uh, uh, I mean let me let me uh, let me answer that. Let me let me answer that, um, and I can give a, you know, a, a, a few more examples of um, how we integrate with some of the other products that um, that maybe some of your listeners are are using today. Um, uh, again, we designed Response Point particularly for the needs of small business. Um, so, of course, we want to be able to integrate well with other uh, Microsoft products that are oriented towards small business, like, um, uh, of course, Microsoft Office um, with Microsoft Outlook. Uh, one of the things that Response Point um, phones will do is uh, you can um, integrate with your Outlook contacts in such a way so that when a, uh, an external call comes into your office, um, if you're running the response point uh, phone system, a little um, pop-up will appear on your screen giving the name of the caller um, based on the caller ID. And then if you click on that pop-up, uh, it'll take you straight into Outlook um, to that person's contact information. Now, if you're using something like um, Outlook uh, Business Contact Manager, uh, um, which, of course, you can share with um, the other people in your office. And then when that call comes in, um, you're free to write notes about um, that call or that conversation, uh, and those notes then will be visible to the other people in your office. Um, that's kind of a poor man's, uh, you know, a, a simple CRM kind of system uh, so that you can help keep track of your customers, particular VIP customers. Uh, some of the other ways that we integrate with Microsoft, um, other Microsoft software, um, if you're running a small business server, uh, one of the things that a partner can set up um, is uh, using some of the remote access uh, features. Uh, it becomes possible to maintain um, and uh, look at the, you know, the the, uh, the health of the response plane system. You can do it all remotely. Um, so you, as a partner, then um, when you've set up a response point system for one of your customers, 
uh, you'll be able to just remotely access it and manage it. Um, you can set up things like uh, green check emails so that uh, you know you can have an email come in every day saying, "Yep, everything is going just fine at that customer site." Um, and then uh, you know you could uh, you know, set up alerts so that when something does happen, uh, that you'll know about it immediately. You can provide proactive service that way. Uh, some of the other uh, ways that we integrate um, is uh, with Exchange um, Exchange Server. Um, it doesn't have to be Exchange Server, but if you're using Exchange Server, uh, you can set up your clients uh, so that whenever they receive a voicemail, uh, the voicemail is automatically transferred to their um, to their email account. Um, these are all you know some features that we found um, uh, have resonated really well with partners um, who are um, you know who would like to be able to sell a more integrated solution. Um, it's a great way to be able to come up to your customers and explain how uh, you as a reseller. Um, you, as a um, you know, a small business specialist, um, can provide an integrated solution uh, to, to you know to really give your customers a you know really a state-of-the-art uh, telephony experience. Um, adding a little bit also to what Ben was talking about, some of the you know some of the ways that uh, small business um, specialists uh, can you know uh, can take advantage of some of our telephony features. Um, one of the things that we found is that uh, in the past. Um, if you've been a what we call a data var, if you if you know something about networking, if you know something about you know LANs and how they're configured, and and most of the um, you know the current people who are um, you know working with Microsoft technologies feel pretty comfortable in the data world, um, but you might have found customers that um, you know they've got they've got telephony solutions in place, uh, and maybe they'd like to expand on the telephony solutions, uh, but um, you know as I was explaining at the beginning, the kinds of offerings that your customers are using. Uh, you know, tend to be based, the, the kind of telephony solutions that they're using today tend to be based on very complicated um, proprietary uh, systems that can be real expensive. You would have had to undergo a pretty extensive training process yourself, um, learning about some new system that uh, you know, you know, that maybe you know, not very many of your customers are using, um, and you would have really had to become a telephony specialist uh, in order to be able to take advantage of these technologies. But with ResponsePoint. Because we are a pure IP solution, you know, we think of ourselves as an IP PBS. Um, it uses the kinds of protocols, it uses the kind of um, networking infrastructure that most um, most of our uh, small business specialists are already familiar with. Uh, so it's a great way to be able to expand your business, um, both by providing a more integrated set, uh, you know, solution cell, you know, where you're able to you know um, add on top of the things you maybe are already familiar with, like with Exchange or with um, Small Business Server or, or Microsoft Office. Um, in addition to that, you're able to offer now, um, you expand your business into you know, completely different telephony solutions. Um, and we found a lot of partners having success that way. Well, that's great. And I'm, you know, I'm going to invite Jeff Lauston here from the <coughs> partner side. What he's seen uh, from the technology, how he's <coughs> enabling his business to go forward here with uh, ResponsePoint. So, Jeff, what are you guys doing in southern Ontario there with ResponsePoint, and how are you taking it to market? Well, first off, Stuart, let me let me tell you that uh, I'm calling in on a response point system. So um, they're very easy to install and set up. Certainly, um, the advice that uh, has been given to other partners so far is, you know, learn about a lot of technology and a lot of terminology that um, you may not be familiar with at this point. But let me just say that we got our system. We set it up in less than an hour. And we just plugged in a couple of regular analog lines, and we're off to the races. Um, some of the features that we have that are really cool are we pick up the phone and we dial using voice commands. So, for instance, if I needed to dial someone else in the office, I would just say call and then their name. If I want to call a contact, I say call and then the name of the contact, and it calls them. It asks you, do you want to call them at work? at home, uh, on their mobile, and uh, you just tell it where to call them. You don't have to have that uh, handy. Um, this is great for small businesses and for partners. Um, it's, it's the type of feature that just makes life easier, and it's the kind of thing that we've put this in front of a couple of clients, and they just they relax about the phone system. Um, they, they want to hear how to make calling somebody easier. They don't want to go through either a paper-based system or Outlook in order to find their contacts. The phone systems at this point should be smart enough to know who you want to call 
and what their number is. And Response Point does. And that's really the killer feature for me is just pick up the phone, say what you want to do, and it does it. Uh, it's easy to install. It's easy to set up. Um, we're, we're finding that when we put this in front of somebody, um, they lap it up. They love it. They don't even want to know about the price until they come to sign the contract to bring it into their system. Into their system. <laughs> so it's a it's a really nice, tidy little solution that um, that uh, is easy for partners like us to uh, put in place. And, and Jeff, um, I, I'm glad you like the uh, the voice uh, voice system. Have you had a chance to try out the mobile access, the remote access feature too? We use that all the time. Um, where you can set it up so that uh, not only can you, of course, access um, all of your contacts um, from voice when you're inside your office, uh, but if you register your mobile phone number with the system, uh, then you can access all of your contacts um, when you're on the go as well. Uh, this is something I use all the time where um, if, I'm, if I'm trying to call up somebody and I'm in my car, uh, I have my phone set to speed dial my response point, um, you know, the system that I use at the office. It automatically re recognizes me. Uh, and then I'm able to just speak the name of whichever contact I want to call, uh, and it dials me out right there. Um, yeah. My customers think that, you know, the people that I'm trying to call, they think that I'm calling from the office. Uh, it's very convenient. Yeah, that's that's exactly one of the features that we positioned uh, very strongly with a client yesterday. Um, you know, here's a business owner who uh, is probably in his early 60s looking for more time away. He told me, that he hasn't had a vacation longer than one week in 20 years. So I told him, well, listen to this. You can be at your cottage. You can be in Florida. You register the number. It recognizes you as if you're internal to the system. You call in. You don't need your computer. You don't need anything else. You just say the name of the person you want to call, and the system calls them you're no longer tied to your office. He said, what about remote workers? I said they can call in from their home phone. They'll be recognized by the system. The, you could see the wheels turning. They just felt as though they were no longer locked down. And it was a, you know, this is a simple system to put in place for partners. Um, partners need to be just looking at those features that they would use or their customers would use and really, you don't have to overcomplicate it by learning about what it is to be an ITSP or what it is to be an ILEC or, uh, you know, those are all terms that the system really is not dependent on. If you want to get deeper into it, certainly learn more. But um, the challenge that I find is that we need to just keep it as simple as possible and talk real to our customers. And Jeff, I really like that idea as well around the, um, you know, the virtualization in the virtual world. We had this we had this talk yesterday in, uh, with one of my HEG members. We had actually had a briefing with our staff this morning around the world is going virtual. I mean, that's just another great example of not having to be in physically located and tied to a desk in order to be productive and and, and get away. So that's a that's a great uh, that's a great story. And Richard, were you going to jump in there with something? Well, yeah, I was going to say actually. Oh, I'm, okay, uh, Rex, go ahead. You first. Yeah, um, you know, Jeff, thanks for that. Um, th what I wanted to point out, what Jeff articulated there was really the, the business value for the actual end user customer, which is really around uh, mobility, quicker collaboration, quicker communication, which helps them deliver better service to their, to their customers. You know, Jeff didn't talk about VoIP. He didn't talk about SIP. You know, he threw out some acronyms there. Um, yeah, we're VoIP-based. Yeah, we're SIP-based. But the real value of this, which is what Jeff really articulated, is what are the benefits to that small business customer and to their customers? And given what we have now, you can couple that, you know, with the investments that the customer may have made already in Microsoft technology, and you just have that much more of a more powerful solution and a solution that's going to save them some money as well. So uh, it's, it's a good thing, and I'm glad Jeff articulated it in that manner. Mm -hmm. And Richard, were you going to add something there? Well, yeah, I was going to mention, um, uh, uh, I think, Jeff, you have been using SP1 now a little bit. Is that right? Um, 
because uh, one of the key features uh, that we'll be making available in SP1 um, is this concept of now um, using voice phone lines for everything uh, so that you are able to give a mobile experience that's even better for your customers. And so, um, you know, for example, your, the, the um, customer you, you, you were mentioning, um, you talked to yesterday, um, with VoIP, uh, he'll be able to set up a system, um, you know, or, 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 his, or you know, his small business specialist can set up a system in such a way so that now um, he can have other phone numbers um, assigned to his office. And it's very easy to set up a new phone number. And those phone numbers, because they're VoIP lines, um, can be, you know, set up anywhere that you want. And so if you've got an office, uh, for example, um, that's outside of town, but you want to have a number uh, that's associated with you um, that's maybe the, the phone number from downtown uh, so that your customers will you know, be able to dial um, uh, you know, a shorter phone number to get a hold of you. You can easily set that up. You can also easily set up, um, uh, say, a toll-free number um, and have the toll-free number go straight to uh, you know, one particular department in your, in your company. So for example, and I talked to somebody the other day um, who runs a network of ATM machines across the country. <coughs> they, wanted to, they wanted to be able to have a solution where uh, they would, um, each of the, you know, for after hours purposes, each ATM has a, uh, has, a, has a phone number printed on it that in case something is wrong with the ATM, you can, you can call for service. Well, he sets it up so that uh, when somebody dials that 800 number, uh, it comes straight to his office, and then it rings um, all the people in his office um, who are associated with the service department. Uh, and again, that's all very easy for the customer to, to, to understand, very easy for um, an IT specialist to set up for him. And it really brings in new technologies and new solutions uh, that people haven't had access to before. Now, I want to maybe spin back just a little bit to Jeff there. About, he said, mentioned something about plugging in a couple of analog lines. So those are traditional... Uh, business line from Bell or whatever the, your telco is, Jeff? Uh, yes, that's exactly right. So um, to tell you uh, the way we had our, our system set up before, it was just standard lines that uh, come into your office or your home or wherever you happen to be working. Uh, it's, it's the technology that's been around since, you know, before we were born. Um, and you can just plug them in to, your, to the system and go, and uh, very, very simple to do. Um, uh, there are definitely some, some benefits that, are, that uh, are available with SP1 that allows you to do some of the back-end SIP trunking, and um, certainly the system has a lot of power. We've been working with those um, back-end SIP trunks. Um, you know, before we can offer them to... Uh, to customers, we really need to get some vendors online that um, that can sell those SIP trunks to us in a, the type of partnering format that will um, uh, make it easy for us. And, and certainly, Microsoft is doing some back-end work uh, on that. So we need to accelerate that as much as possible so that there's a better story there for partners. Um, but I know it's coming. And uh, uh, But yes, you can just do it with standard telephone lines, a couple of lines, up to four lines um, on most of the systems. I think uh, Kashan is here, and he, they are representing Syspine. Um, Syspine, I believe, has four lines uh, standard, and then I believe you can expand up to eight. I know Astra comes with four lines standard, and D-Link comes with four lines standard. Um, so you can start off there and then add expansion modules to go beyond that. Great, and let's invite Kasham in because uh, I want to talk about the, the the products that are available. And I know he's representing Syspine, so Kasham, tell us a little bit more about the Syspine offering and what we can do, and you know how do we go about uh, you know if we're interested, how do we go getting uh, you know copies? Is there an NFR program available? Things like that. Yes, uh, um, glad you asked. Uh, Syspine offers, um, you know, as uh, Jeff had mentioned, uh, I believe uh, a second ago. Um, the, uh, I'll, what I'll do is I'll just give you a quick overview about the Syspine product. Um, all of the, uh, <coughs> the uh, OEM products that are available obviously support all the Microsoft Response Point uh, functionality. There are some um, uh, differences in the hardware, and you know, we believe that the Syspine base unit uh, is a very powerful uh, uh, system. So some of the benefits uh, of that is that you know, what the Syspine has done is they have built um, 
the uh, the base unit it's a it's a server based design it's, there's no moving parts um, so it's been you know it's been built you know they've extended the whole idea of easy to use easy to easy to to grow and uh, you know made it even easy to support and easy to install so um, there's uh, it it has inherent reliability built in the company that manufactures Syspine has a tremendous amount of experience in uh, computer hardware. Uh, uh, design. <clears throat> they uh, are one of the largest uh, manufacturers uh, of uh, computers in the world, so they've incorporated a totally um, solid-state uh, design, no moving parts. Uh, it's based on the server platform. Um, there's no fans. There's no hard drives. Uh, they've taken all the analog ports, the ATA modules, and they are now they're built in, so you can get a four-port or an eight-port unit. Uh, we also uh, are able to upgrade the units uh, from four to eight ports. So there's really no integration required as well from a partner perspective in terms of uh, integrating an external gateway. Um, it's all pre, uh, pre-installed. Um, the, uh, the phones themselves are, are, are support to power over Ethernet, so that's uh, one of the key uh, uh, differentiators as well. In terms of uh, being able to um, uh, provide uh, backup power to the phone system in case of a power outage, um, the uh, the server uh, the base unit systems have uh, an LCD display so that uh, you know, any, anybody who's uh, who's doing maintenance or, or, or troubleshooting the system um, you know while inside a telephone closet which is typically where you know the system would probably be mounted on a, on a wall or something uh, can view the IP address of various modules and all the technical information required to troubleshoot without having to run outside to a computer so I mean those are just some of the uh, um, in, in, in terms of uh, uh, Syspine hardware, and um, we uh, we have uh, all the uh, items uh, in stock uh, available here at our uh, warehouse in uh, in Toronto. So uh, what we're doing is we're reaching out to um, uh, partners and resellers in, uh, throughout Canada uh, to be able to provide uh, you know make, make the systems more accessible to them. Um, <clears throat> uh, I also have actually one thing I'd like to share with you. Um, in, in terms of getting uh, more specific information, oh, by the way, we also have a, uh, an NFR uh, demo program, so uh, it's, it's, a, it's a very attractive uh, uh, little package to help uh, uh, partners and, and uh, uh, potential resellers to get started, and uh, basically provides you with a base unit system with, uh, with three phones and all the doc- necessary documentation uh, and support to, to get trained and to be able to use it as a demo uh, system for, uh, for sales. Um, so that's at a, at, a, at a very tremendously discounted price, um, and we still have uh, those available. Um, one thing I wanted to share with you actually was uh, some feedback that we got from one of our partners who um, we shipped out one of these uh, units to. And if, so if you bear with me, I'm, I'm, hopefully the voice quality is going to be okay. But uh, Yeah, you're gonna, perfect. Go ahead. I'm just going to put my phone next to my speaker here and play this. Okay, perfect. Did you guys hear that? Okay. Yeah, it came through pretty clo- pretty uh, pretty clear. A little little low, but it was clear enough to to hear it. So. Yeah, so that's the kind of feedback that we're getting um, uh, from uh, people that you know we introduce it to them. You know, we, t- we tell them about all the great features and everything. But when when it's it's really the the experience is um, um, the true impact is when you put it into the hands of somebody and they open up the box, they plug everything in, and uh, you know this particular gentleman who left the. Uh, uh, this message for me, and, and I, I got permission to, to play this from them, um, told me after the fact that, you know, they had their system up and running in 15 minutes. Wow. So, I mean, there's real uh, testimonials there to the speed of install on this. Uh, Kishan, one question. We do have a number of, uh, you know, listeners to our program that are outside of Canada and into the U.S. and across the world. Uh, are you able to uh, ship product outside of Canada? Uh, we're able to, uh, but our focus right now is Canada. So how about, do you know, uh, like a, a similar distribution partner that or maybe our U.S. friends can uh, leverage? Absolutely. I mean, uh, in the U.S., there's uh, there's CMP, um, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, partners in the U.S. can contact them. Um, you know, if, uh, you know, they would like to, to contact us, we're, we're, we're open to deal with people as well. But our focus is primarily to uh, uh, really to support the Canadian channel. 
Great. I'm going to invite a, a partner on the line. Roger Swanson joins us from Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, C&E Networks, I think, is the company name. Roger, good uh, good afternoon to you. How are things on the East Coast? Well, it's a little overcast. We're uh, we're uh, looking forward to the rain, but it's a nice day. Great. And you had a question about uh, distribution and uh, other things related to uh, response points. So here's your chance to ask your questions. Okay. Uh, first of all, a little introduction. Uh, Computer Network Enterprise in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. And we've got about uh, 14 people on staff and about 10 techs. What we're trying to do is uh, do exactly as you have uh, discussed with rolling out a new opportunity for our sales reps and uh, making sure we get our technicians on track with everything that they need to be able to do to do the best possible job. It looks like a, a real reasonable solution uh, to present to our customers. Uh, we have actually two new customers right now that came to us and said, hey, oh, by the way, do you do phones? And we said, yeah, Microsoft's got this new response point unit. Um, let me get right back to you. And we had this blog talk, so we said, okay, perfect timing. I've actually got one of my sales guys listening in on the phone as, as well. What we're looking for is a uh, uh, channel relationship and what's going to be the best vendor. I, I did see the, uh, uh, some folks set up with their booths in uh, the SMB Summit down in uh, Dallas, Texas. So but that's what we're looking for. Who, who should we go to to make sure that uh, we're going to get a good vendor relationship, uh, potential uh, channel opportunities? Well, if you're in Canada, I know the exact right person to go to. But, uh, Rex, maybe I'll, I'll throw that over to you. Yeah. Uh, hey, Roger. Nice to hear from you. I was at that uh, SMB Summit event uh, in Dallas. Uh, that was a couple months ago. We had about, we had about 500 people. Um, so, so you asked a good question. Um, from a Microsoft perspective, um, we're the OEM for the software. We provide it out to our three OEMs today, which are, are D-Link um, with their Voice Center product, uh, the SysPine product that Kashan is representing today by Quanta Computing, and then also uh, AstroLink uh, by Astra, uh, a Canadian company that many, many, many of you know up out of Concord in the Toronto area. Um, all three of those OEMs manufacture uh, their response point systems and their response point phones based on a spec uh, that our group drives here out of Redmond. So there's um, pretty stringent um, architectural and quality testings that go through. So it's really up to you, Roger, on um, you know the relationship you want in terms of do you use D-Link today? Um, you know, do you, you know, is Astra new to you? You know, you have to find that relationship that, that you feel most comfortable with. Now, each of those OEMs go through distribution. Uh, right, Kishan we have uh, distribution partners too. So. Yeah, so you know, you can, you know, since you're in the U.S. here, you know, you could purchase um, the SysPine product through CMPTEL, which is a, a distributor based out of Colorado. Or you could base, you could purchase it out of DNH um, as well, and then there's some other distributors, Ingram Micro, CDW is an opportunity. So you need to look for the the relationships that you currently have. If you're going through DNH, if you're a small business specialist today, um, maybe there's an affinity and you already have a relationship with DNH. Um, rest assured, though, that the the platform that you choose, whether it be SysPine D-Link or Astra, they're all going to have to have passed and designed to, to our spec. Then each of the OEMs is going to try to differentiate uh, their units in terms of packaging, hardware add-ons, and differentiation in their phones. Uh, SysPine, for example, uh, bundles in uh, their ATA, the, the device that allows you to plug into analog devices. Astra, for example, has some pretty interesting things coming uh, with their phones, um, a cordless phone and an XML interface into their phones as well. So um, I, I guess the bottom line here is, you know, rest assured that the OEMs are going to be built to a spec that we, that we govern, we being Microsoft, and that, you know, pick a, you know, a sourcing partner, a distribution partner uh, that you're comfortable with. Maybe, like I said, maybe you already work with DNH, or you want to give CMP a call. CMP does great, great post-sales support and tech support. 
Um, you know, there's different flavors depending on what your specific needs are. If you want to continue this offline, um, send me an email, uh, and we can continue that dialogue. I think you know how to get in touch with me, right? Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that I. Uh, hang on a second. Have I muted my phone? Uh, our, our, our back. Our backman at Microsoft.com. Is that correct? Okay. Yeah, yeah that's right. Okay. Yeah. The, the, I guess uh, I'll, I'll make sure I get your contact info. Maybe just yeah, a sure. sneak peek at things to come. Is Microsoft yeah, looking at a potential all software solution? Say that again, Roger. Is Microsoft looking at a potential all software solution? Um, what I'd probably do for that is hand it over to Ben since he's doing our portfolio planning. Hi, yes. Um, we are looking at a uh, full software solution uh, where you would be able to put it on a, you know, on, on an open server. Uh, however, there's quite a bit of um, issues along those lines that we need to be careful of. Uh, one, it, probably the main one is security and privacy. So uh, until we get both of those nailed down, we're, we're probably not going to offer a, a software SKU. Um, the, 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 we expect that that's going to be a, a pretty major um, undertaking on our part to, to do the engineering. So we would expect that to come in future releases, probably not the next release, uh, but uh, yeah, several, several releases down the road. Okay, so you're thinking maybe two or three releases down the road, is that reasonable? Um, well, we'll see. Uh, I mean, the, the security and privacy issues are, are pretty immense, so uh, we'll have to be pretty careful. The, the reason why we are doing an appliance SKU in the first place, uh, or have an appliance offering, is, is because we're using uh, uh, XP embedded, uh, and that we can lock down the system, and that it's flash-based. So those, those, um, those, those kind of uh, benefits come from you know, or the benefits there are you know, it's reliable, uh, it's secure, uh, and it's, it's pretty much foolproof in, in the way you go about um, you know, implementing the system. So, so until we get those sorts of benefits um, in, in a software SKU, uh, it's, it's going to be a while. Great. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Ben, for sharing that. that. Roger, Roger, maybe there's a quick opportunity to give a little plug for your blog talk radio show while in 10 seconds. Okay, we have a uh, blog talk radio. It's called High Tech, Low Tech. And uh, I do the high tech, and Tina Walker, my uh, assistant, does the uh, low tech side. And you can get it to a blog talk radio slash HTLT. Thank Great. You. Thanks, Roger. And uh, thanks for calling in. Uh, maybe, uh, I don't know who's the right person at Microsoft to answer this question, so I'll kind of open it up and whoever wants to chime in. Uh, in our last 12 minutes we have here on uh, our time alloc allocated, I told you the time goes by real quick. Uh, what's coming? What's the roadmap look like, guys, uh, coming down in you know, the next uh, you know, 12 months to 36 months down the road? I think, Ben, you own that one. Okay. So I, I think there's a, a couple of major uh, items that people have been asking for in uh, this, the um, – so as you know, the Service Pack 1 – uh, for response points coming out next month, uh, and so we're we're going to have um, SIP trunking uh, as the as the primary feature, uh, but there are several others that um, are also uh, being brought to bear. Uh, one of them is um, a, a music on hold uh, type of uh, uh, feature that I, I think people are going to really th I, I think that's going to be really useful. Uh, for particularly if you're using the auto attendant, uh, because that way you know you really do get a sense that you're dealing with a larger company than than uh, you know just maybe a four or five person or employee type of company. Um, the the other interesting thing that I think is coming out uh, that a lot of people have been asking for is um, uh, some uh, a better understanding of how to use uh, well. SIP trunking. I, I, I can't think of a better way to explain it, but there's with SIP trunking you get lots of benefits. Like you you get the benefit of using DIDs, um, portable numbers, um, you know, obviously the lower cost uh, for long distance phone calls and so forth. Um, and I think another thing that people often often forget is uh, that you you can use multiple phone numbers in uh, various locations. So. 
what we found is that um, small businesses typically have two to five uh, locations uh, across a particular geography. Most of the time the geography has two or three area codes. Uh, and it, so if they're going to do any kind of uh, marketing or advertising in those locales, like say for instance uh, a Yellow Pages, uh, it's, it's almost always best to have a local phone number uh, you know, with a local area code. So I think those are some pretty major benefits. Um, as far as what's coming after SP1, uh, there's some pretty major uh, areas that uh, people have asked for, pr primarily branch office support. So uh, branch offices uh, and, and uh, remote extension are uh, two uh, main areas of focus for the next release, which is um, version 2. Uh, we, will do, we are currently exploring a lot uh, along those lines um, and, we'll, and are currently doing some research on what it takes to actually offer branch office in, in a very simple way. Um, there, there are ways to go about um, doing branch office today or supporting branch office, uh, but it, it, they typically are not easy, and uh, especially not for a, 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 um, someone who hasn't had a lot of experience with networking. So th that'll probably be the next major design focus. And how about something like what we're doing here with Blog Talk Radio, like conferencing? Is there any? Do we have that today, or is that something that you might look at down the road? Well, there, there's um, there's two possible ways about um, to support um, conferencing. One is uh, you know offering it within the product. You know, so it's part of it's a feature within the the, the uh, phone system, or uh, it's uh, a matter of uh, you know. A, Supporting a service uh, that is in the cloud, um, so so there's two potential ways of doing it. We're, we're researching both. Okay, and we can also look at tying into live meeting or something like that too. If, uh, that's, that's also doable. Uh, yes, we've we've heard requests for that. It's it's an interesting idea. Uh, we, we are we we do uh, wonder what the uh, uh, when we're looking into this is you know how many people are using uh, you know, small businesses use live communications, uh, sorry, uh, live meeting versus WebEx versus others, and, and how easy is it, is it to uh, integrate or, you know, call or uh, subscribe, I guess, the right answer uh, to a web service like those. Okay. Yes. Um, this is Richard again. I'm sorry. I, I'm not sure if I was on mute or not. Um, one of the things I'd like to emphasize, particularly about our roadmap, is that um, we, we think of ourselves as a small team. We think of ourselves um, is very much driven by the kind of feedback that we get from customers. Um, each person on the team, um, on the engineering team, is paired up with a, um, you know, with a real life small business, and we try to get as much um, you know, real world experience on these things as possible. We also try to uh, have a pretty fast engineering cycle. Um, so one of the things that I would encourage all the listeners um, and you know, customers of Response Point to do is uh, give us feedback about the features that you think are important. Um, and, uh, and we just want to know more about what, you know, what, what would be good for the market and what people would like to see um, uh, because we, we, we especially pride ourselves on um, our ability to be very responsive to these kinds of requests and, uh, and you'll see us incorporate as many of those things as possible in the future. Great. Yeah, Richard, I had to, I had to put the lines on mute there. There's a lot of background noise. I think I forgot to unmute you there. So thanks for jumping in with that. So guys, we've got about six minutes left. I want to kind of go around the horn quickly here with closing comments. Maybe we'll start with... Uh, with you, Richard, maybe some closing comments on behalf of uh, Microsoft and in your area of focus. Well, again, I guess I'll, I'll just um, I'll reiterate what I've been saying about uh, we are a small team. Um, we are deliberately trying to set ourselves up um, to be a uh, you know, very market-focused, very focused on uh, businesses between 5 and 50 employees. Um, we think that uh, you know, relationships with our, our channel partners are very important. Um, you'll see an SP1 that we have a number of features, um, particularly related to SIP trunking, that are, you know, uh, exclusively available to some, you know, to partners. We think they're a great integration story with, um, with uh, some of the other products, like I mentioned, Exchange um, and Small Business Server. Um, those are important. Um, the uh, I guess the place where I would uh, close is to encourage people to go to our website um, and get more details. Um, we're at Microsoft.com/responsepoint. Great, thanks. Uh Thanks for sharing that. We're going to get that uh, down the road there. I think R Roger has one quick uh, question, so I'll bring Roger back in. Roger, you had one quick question? 
Roger. Yeah, I think that we had that question actually answered when we were discussing things before. The only thing that uh, I wanted to make sure is that we could get visibility from our site, our website, and out to Microsoft and back from Microsoft and find out if they have some sort of a uh, response point channel arrangement. Well, Rex, that's a perfect good question for you because there is a website that partners can go sign up and get lifted on, correct? Yeah, there is. Uh, it's, a, it's a good question, Roger. Um, currently, we do have on our web you are, on our website that Richard just described a VAR referral tool. Um, if Microsoft VARs uh, want to be on that VAR referral tool, what they need to do is uh, take our training, which you can do in person, uh, or more likely now moving forward, uh, take it online. Uh, then notify us. Um, and all of this is on uh, the Microsoft.com slash response point site on how to, how to do that. Um, and then you get listed in our VAR referral tool. What we'll be working on over the next uh, quarter or, or so is um, a response point assessment. And then from that assessment, Roger, we'll be able to do exactly what you asked for. Um, you'll get into our VAR referral tool. We'll have some capability to link back um, bidirectionally the websites to your website. Uh, so we are looking at are looking at that. And in addition to that, uh, once you get signed up into our website, um, you can you become more aware of some of the broader communication vehicles we have. You know, there's a response point team blog, there's a Yahoo group blog, there's a, a response point group on LinkedIn, uh, there's a monthly newsletter, there's quarterly town hall meetings. And driving all that is also a, a VAR council of about 25 uh, select VARs throughout North America. So there's lots of things that we can do. And specifically, Roger, we are working on, on that bidirectional linkage that uh, you asked for. Just give us about three months. Great. Thanks, uh, Rex, for sharing that. And we're uh, quickly running out of time here, guys. So I'm going to go around the horn and quick, a little quick here. Kasham, any uh, closing comments on the distribution side? Uh, yeah, I guess um, for more information, uh, especially for uh, Canadian uh, partners and potential Canadian partners that might be interested, uh, you know, you, we, um, I just want to put out uh, that they can contact us and get more information at cigear.com slash response point. Also, um, they can uh, uh, contact us uh, either via the website or just give us a call, and we'd be more than happy to help you. Uh, and thanks uh, for having us uh, on the call. Great. Thank you for joining us. And uh I guess, Mr. Lox, the last word goes to you, sir. Okay. Well, I, I certainly want to make it uh, known that if partners have any questions, they can uh, certainly send me an email, jeff at availabletech.net. Um, I find as a partner that uh, it's a great solution offering to add to our portfolio without um, a lot of um, – scale-up costs and training costs. Uh, it's something that we can get onto and use very easily. It's designed like a phone. Uh, it's not designed like a server. So the reliability is a, a really important feature, and the team has done a great job on that. Um, phones have to work all the time, not just some of the time. And uh, it's a little bit of a different mindset for us in the data field. Um, where it doesn't matter if an email comes five seconds later, but it definitely matters in the middle of a sentence if you're getting words five seconds later. So um, we really have to respect the amount of work that's gone into this uh, product, and it's uh, a very simple product to, to set up, very easy to add to our product portfolio. Great. Thanks, uh, Jeff, for that. And thanks you, uh, thank you all the panelists today for for coming on uh, Blog Talk Radio's uh, Small Business IT Radio today. Again, this is a weekly show. We're on every Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain or noon on the East Coast or 9 a.m. on the West Coast. And the rest of you, we can all figure it out from there what time zones we're in. Just a quick uh, update in the last minute here of our upcoming schedule. And it's all available at smallbusinessitradio.com. That's the easy URL to get to, smallbusinessitradio.com. What we got on the go here uh, over the next little while, we have we um, some WPC highlights coming through the week at WPC. So we're going to be there uh, on July the 3rd talking about what to do to prepare for WPC and uh, wrap up afterwards on the, the 11th of July. So we're going to move up the show on July the, to July 3rd because July 4th being the U.S. holiday. But uh, 
Next week we have the the folks from Symphonics on talking about uh, where of our where of our clients surfing. What are we doing on the internet? Where are our clients doing? Symphonics has a wonderful solution for small business IT professionals and SBSEs. That again, it's all about attaching. So you attach a response point. You can also attach Symphonics onto uh, your security solution. So we'll have a bunch of guys on there from Symphonics next week. This time next week to talk about that. And uh, down the road we have Dave Sobel joining us to talk about the Apple Mac uh, heterogeneous networks and what's going on there. SmallBusinessITradio.com is our website. If you want to get in touch with any of the panelists today, email me, uh, Stuart at StuartCrawford.com, and I'll make sure your uh, email gets forwarded on. I want to thank uh, all everybody for joining us today as we're running out of time here on uh, on our show. So have a great and uh, successful weekend. We'll see you all next week.